Thank you for tuning in to Forgiveness Fridays, where people openly share their raw and uncut forgiveness stories, which may be too detailed for young ears, so please listen with that understanding. We have chosen not to edit any of this content because forgiveness isn't edited. We're so glad you're joining us on this forgiveness journey, and remember, you too can be forgiven. Know the Bible says, if you condemn others, you will be condemned. If you judge others, then you will be judged. Oh, but if you forgive, then you will be forgiven. Won't you come join us? Hearing how forgiveness can heal. And remember that you too can be forgiven. A Forgiveness Story, shared by Daisy Cow. Oh, all right, so it's time to get very, very candid <laughs> with um something that happened to Misty several years ago. There was a point in my life where I decided to become a very grown woman and move out on my own, uh, except I did not just move out on my own. I was 19 today. I'm 35 years old. And when I was 19, I quote unquote fell in love with a man and I wanted to move out with him and start a life. And I was in school. I was in college. You know, I was doing pretty good, but I was just so adamant that I just wanted to be with this man. And I wanted to walk out of my home and just be with him at all costs. Right. And so we had already been engaged. I was very, very stuck on this. Long story short, I, you know, the journey to leave the home was not that easy. I come from a cultural background, South American family, Ecuadorian. You know, you just don't leave your house without getting married. It's like the biggest sin. And it's not to mock it. It's just, you know, to say that in some cultures, it is still very particular, very, you know, traditional. And so my parents were just so adamant about, no, you're not leaving. No, you're not leaving. And it wasn't the part of them not letting me leave or not wanting to let me leave, right? Because at 19, I'm already quote unquote an adult. So I'm going to do whatever I want, right? It was just the fact that they didn't want me to be with him. And, you know, and seeing my parents just get so defensive with him and just seeing them just you know, he's no good for you. Don't go with him. You know, he's not it. I just felt like they were going against me. I I was being rebellious. I was still a teenager and I was just acting a complete fool in that instance. And essentially what I did was I decided to, you know, fight back, fight my parents back and not physical, but with words. And I put that out there because sometimes, you know, you hear that the saying, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can't hurt me. Uh, no, that's not true. Sometimes words do hurt way more. Sometimes a word, a very strong word or a very strong sentence can just pierce you where it hurts the most. And so 
in an argument right before I just, you know, declared that I was moving out the next day. I argued with my father and I said some very hurtful things to him. It was me judging him as a dad. It was me judging him as a man. Um, it was me just placing judgment on him in general. It was me throwing jabs at my father, essentially, and just, you know, being so brutal with my words, just so brutal with my defense. And the truth is, I had no place to say any of the things that I said to him or for me to bring up things that he had gone through with my mom that had absolutely nothing to do with me and certainly nothing to do with the type of father and the, the, the type of parenting he offered me. I mean, if I'm going to be very honest, anybody would tell you any day, you know, Miss D's daddy's little girl, like she could get her way with him. Like I, he literally raised me calling me Reinita, which is queen in Spanish. I mean, like there was nothing I couldn't get from my dad or there's nothing I couldn't make my dad do as much as sometimes he was very mean and just grumpy. I, I, I always got my way. I was very, very spoiled, very spoiled by my father. And um, I was horrible. In that moment, I was a horrible daughter with the things that I said. I hurt him. And, you know, while he stood his ground with me and just said, you know, it was okay. You know, my mom was present. My, my mom basically gave me a phrase you know, basically, in other words, like karma's going to bite you in the ass. <laughs> but, um, you know, she just reminded me, you know, be careful who you offend because who you offend, you will need who you offend the most, you will need from the most. <sighs> My parents were right. This, although I, I ended up having a very beautiful child who I adore and he is my entire life, I suffered a lot. I was very unhappy. The marriage, the relationship did bring me a lot of tears. It was very tumultuous. It was not the best version of ourselves as human beings, as partners, and we did end up in divorce. We are better humans today as parents. I ended up in a divorce. I ended up as a single mother, and I ended up having to leave with my child to get out of that relationship. And when that happened... The first person, literally the first person to look for me and to tell me that everything was going to be fine, to open up his arms to me, regardless of how much I hurt him and regardless of how much I offended him, was my father. My father came literally to the rescue. My father gave me the solution. My father said, don't worry everything's going to be fine. You and the baby are going to be great. You can have this space in his very humble home where I grew up <laughs> in a very New York building. <laughs> you know, he was ready and willing to accommodate everyone's life, turn it all upside down just to accommodate me and his grandchild. And he didn't care for an apology. He didn't care for, you know, resolving any issues he didn't care to revisit that conversation he did not care to hear me give him an explanation even though I felt that I owed him one and I did still 
apologize to him very regretfully for everything that I said to my father. Because at the end of the day, my father was not ever a perfect man or dad, and he never claimed to be. My dad has always been very honest and transparent about just who he was growing up, his childhood, his upbringing, and just the who he is as a man. And and he has, in recent years, been able to speak on many of his mistakes and own up to them. And I think that's something that I can honestly say is what makes him the best father ever. I was able to apologize to my father and my father did accept my apology, even though he didn't even want to let me speak (laughs) the day I apologized to him for everything that I had said. It was several weeks after that, maybe, maybe actually months that I found out that when the whole big fight happened, I had actually um, upset my father emotionally, tremendously actually. And it broke my soul to think that I affected him so much and that my words offended him that much and hurt him that much. And I think after all these years from when I became a divorced single mother, which is essentially like 11 years now, I think it's something that I still carry with me. And I think it's something that I am able to hold on, not to beat myself up over it, but to remind myself to be cautious with what I may say someone in the moment, in the heat of a moment, in the in the heat of an argument, especially if it's someone who I love, if it's a friend, a family member, a partner, I think that stayed with me because it is the most hurtful thing to offend someone so much. And then the truth is, it's like you end up needing them the most. And it's someone who you do love, who you adore. When it comes to my parents, what would I do for them? Yet I was the one who caused him, you know, by just being a spoiled brat, by just being rebellious teenager, I caused them some some pain. And it's something that I do carry with me as one of my greatest lessons. I think it's with my dad that I learned just how much a parent's love to their child is very unconditional. I think it's with my dad and that experience that I learned what forgiveness looks like. You know, when it comes to your kids, when you hear that your kids are a reflection of you and vice versa sometimes. And I think in that moment, I think I realized that you know, forgiveness does go a long way, even when you don't need to hear it, you know, even when you don't need an actual apology to forgive someone. And I don't think it's always that easy. I don't think everyone has the dynamic with their parents, but I want to say I've been lucky enough to be able to still have that, to throughout the years, still be able to sustain that, having learned from that experience. I think what that teaches me is plenty I'm the type of parent I want to be to my child, regardless of what mistakes he may make, you know, and what course of actions I may want to take as still his parent. But forgiveness, forgiveness is one of those that it should still be essential in a relationship. And most importantly, that between a parent and a child, no matter which way it goes. I learned 
a valuable lesson from that. I learned that my father was going to be my father no matter what. And I think I want to be grateful to him forever for that lesson. (laughs) I think it's one of the things that if I didn't already learn so much from him, that one, that one has remained in my heart forever. And that's my story of forgiveness. Yeah. Be careful who you offend. Because who you offend of the most, you're going to need of them the most. And yeah, just learn the power of forgiveness. He definitely forgave me. And I appreciate him every day for that. The Forgiving.